Well, Razorback fans, we know that NIL is always about in college football, and Sam Pittman had some comments to make about how Arkansas needs more NIL. So do they? Let's talk about it on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday as I know we're getting closer to the weekend and a lot of things need to be discussed as far as football side of things and basketball side of things and whatnot, but we're going to be pretty football driven because there were some interesting comments made by Sam Pittman in his press conference today dealing with a, a few things, not just uh, talking about the season, talking about his job security. Like that seems to be almost uh, over the top or uh, spilled milk at this point. But one of the things that Sam Pittman did bring up and was asked about was NIL. And we know that NIL is a major, major factor. And I originally wasn't even going to talk about this, except for that I saw on social media, people kept coming to me about NIL, people on my radio show are bringing up NIL. And then Sam Pittman brings it up. So I'm like, okay, let's revisit this. Let's talk about this. And I'll uh, read you the quote from Sam Pittman. It says, quote, I think everybody wants more money. They want a pool of money that collectives can bring that can help our program and that can make you competitive around the country. We're not talking specifically about that much. That's really with the NIL department, but the money and the funds are there. We just need to grow that budget. Once we do that, we can obviously become more competitive in recruiting. I think, no doubt, that we have resources and all that. It's hard to know everyone's budget. It's hard to know all the budgets. I don't feel, probably, that our budget is as big as a lot of the schools in the SEC, but it's hard to know just because you really don't know. You just know what other kids, where they're coming, where they come in recruiting, of what NIL can do for them at other schools. And there's a lot more than what you can imagine going on, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, that was coming from hawksports.com. So Sam Pittman bringing it out. Now, some of you are probably listening to this and be like, well, who cares? Sam Pittman, you need to be fired. Shut up. Okay, well, I'm, we're not going down that route. We're, we're talking about right now and what this has been discussed. And, and him bringing up the NIL. I'm going to be... Some of this is I'm going to be basing off of what I know, and some of this I'm going to be basing off of what I think. But there's a couple of parts to this. The first part is that every single coach out there that I've seen and that I've heard from has asked for more NIL. Pretty much every coach. Now, there may be some that have not necessarily asked. I think Jimbo Fisher was probably one of those who didn't say it needed more. Maybe he did. I don't know. But he's fired, so it doesn't matter. But we all kind of knew exactly what they were spending. But every coach, Nick Saban has, Lane Kiffin has, all, all these coaches have brought out about, like, you know, well, we just need NIL. You know, we need to get competitive, blah, blah, blah. Folks, everybody wants more money. And I'm sorry, but not every school out there is needing more NIL. Somebody is doing good. Somebody is number one. Somebody's in the top five. Somebody has to be doing a better job than others. But that's the whole point. 
is there are probably a lot of schools out there that say, oh, well, you know, we need more NIL and we need to do this and that and the other. But in reality is they're doing just fine. They're doing just fine. But to continue to push it, to get the message out to the boosters, to the, the collectives, to whoever who's involved, it's just pushing that narrative. Because then people are like, well, geez, I thought we were doing pretty good. Well, my, my, here you go. What's the check? What do you need? We'll, we'll write it for you, whatever you need. That's the first part. And that's how I take it from Sam Pittman and everybody else. Because Sam Pittman's saying, like, oh, you know, we could always use money. But he is also right in saying, I, you know, I think we were probably a little bit, a lot of schools doing better than us in the SEC, but I don't know. That's right. You don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what these schools are doing. But then you see, oh, well, these schools are getting better recruiting and better classes and better players. That's kind of what it's based on, which there can be a lot of truth to that because Arkansas, as of right now, isn't exactly setting the world on fire with this year's recruiting class. But at the same time, though, I don't really care as much about recruiting. I know. Now, stop traffic. I know that sounds crazy. But I don't care as much about high school recruiting. I care about the portal. And to me, I would rather spend money via the NIL and being able to bring in high-quality, big-time transfer players. Those are going to give you the immediate impact. Those are the ones that are going to help you uh, and be more of an adult, you know, not in as much development. I, if I had my druthers, I would much rather have a great uh, portal class than a recruiting class. So that's the key to that. But also... I look at it in the in the terms of what I know and what I've heard and everything. Folks, could Arkansas use more money? Of course, everybody could. Did they, are they number one in the country in it? No, they're not. But I know for a fact, for a fact, that the Razorback Athletic Department does really well in NIL. Very well in NIL. Now, again, are they number one? No. But... The idea that there are people out there that believe that the Razorback Athletic Department is dead last in the SEC and NIL is, is just not true. It's fabricated. It's false. And those are saying that that's the reason why we're not, you know, Arkansas is not bringing in good players. And, and I sit there and I'm like, are you telling me that the reason this year in football that Arkansas is struggling is because of lack of talent? Be honest. Are you really going to sit there and say that the NIL and not being able to bring in high-level talented players, that's the reason why Razorback football is struggling? It's not at all. Arkansas, I believe, has a ton of talent on this team. Now, they may not have it in certain places. You know, there may be some struggles with the offensive line, as we know. But you can't sit there and convince me that there's not talent on this team to be able to be better than what they are. You just can't do it. And that's a problem. That's a coaching problem, 100%. But the NIL is not being impacted by that. That's not the Arkansas's problem. It's, oh, we just don't have the talent. We just don't have the players. Okay, do you have the players and the talent to win a national championship? No. But I can guarantee you, you don't have the, ta you don't have the lesser amount of talent to where you're going to end up going 4-8. and eight. You have 8-4, eight and 9-3 and three talent on this team. Absolutely. Absolutely, you do. So is the NIL really that problematic at Arkansas? And basketball, you got a fantastic team, a lot of really good players. Is it a problem? And baseball and in softball, you've been wrecking shop in the recruiting ranks. Is NIL a problem? 
Stop blaming NIL. NIL is not an issue at Arkansas. And I'm going to continue to say that until people finally start listening to me on it. I've seen it. I know it. It's good. It's great. It's in a good position. So that's kind of the, the breakdown of the NIL, but also throw it into the mix here. There may be a player that Arkansas really wants. All right. Player that really Arkansas really wants. I'm going to use this as an example. Say if they're going after a player and another school is going after a player, same guy. And Arkansas offers or has a deal in place for a million dollars. Again, just throwing figures out. And then that player gets offered $1.2 million at the other school. Well, he's going to go there. Arkansas missed out. But then there's another player that may be pretty good or at least maybe addressing more of a need and whatnot where Arkansas is offering him $700,000. And the school that he was also in and going up against, they only offered him six hundred. dollars and he chose to go to Arkansas. Are there, is Arkansas just losing every player via that? No. Like, at the transfer portal, Arkansas did a good job with that. They had players that a lot of other schools were after. Like Isaac Tesla, Andrew Armstrong. Those were players that a lot of people were after. Now, you think about Trajan Jeffco. You think about uh, Walcott. You think about, you know, guys that were able to step right in and, and make an impact. That's because... They had a great showing in NIL. So my point is, is this is, and we're bringing it up and we can wrap it up here. Arkansas is just fine in that. That's not the issue. That's not the problem. NIL is just fine at Arkansas. It's just fine. It could always be better, but it's just fine. So don't worry about NIL or anything like that. Worry about getting the right coaching in place and to win some games. That's what you need to worry about. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about KJ Jefferson because Sam Pittman brought him up here in just a second. Folks, I got to tell you, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible mo items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so moving on to the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, so Sam Pittman also was asked about KJ. And KJ finds himself in a particular situation, which we're going to use kind of uh, this segment and the final segment to talk a little bit more about KJ specifically. But in this case, he was asked about, as KJ thought about his future, has he thought about returning? Has he thought about portaling? Like, what's kind of his uh, mindset? And Sam Pittman had this to say in his press conference on Wednesday dealing with K.J. Jefferson. He sure hasn't. You know, we haven't uh, spoke about that uh, either uh, with him. Um, you know, I think probably uh, going into the season, 
we thought definitely this would be his last year. Um, but I don't know where he stands right now. And, and, uh, and again, uh, you know, the portal doesn't open up for a week after or eight days after our game or whatever it is. So we'll have plenty of time to sit down and talk about it. But, um, I don't think, you know, usually used to the senior walk really meant something and it does to the guys that definitely know, but I don't know that the guys that are out there walking are necessarily not going to do it again next year, obviously with the COVID plus one. So Sam Pittman talking about the the situation that KJ Jefferson finds himself in. And I've thought about this too, because if you're Sam Pittman, you got to start assuming he's going to still be the coach, which until he's fired or until he moves on, we're just going to have to assume that until that happens, he's going to have to continue to prepare and prep and uh, go through all the things that he needs to go through to make sure that his team is better next year and ready to roll next year. So the quarterback position without question is the most important one because KJ Jefferson, I think Sam Pittman laid it out and we all agree. KJ Jefferson was going to be planning on leaving after this season because we all felt rightfully so that's, KJ Jefferson even had a similar year to what he had in the past two seasons. He would be moving on to the NFL and it all makes sense, but he hasn't as we know. So it becomes the question of KJ Jefferson. What does he do? Cause he's not going to get drafted. Let's just be honest about it right now, because of the performance that he had this year, he's not going to get drafted into the NFL unless he just wrecks shop in that NFL combine. It doesn't seem like it's going to be in the cards. So now what do you do if you're him? You've already you, you've been a student athlete since 2019. It's 2023. You've been the starting quarterback for an SEC program at Arkansas. You've had some a lot of successes, but of course you had a pretty big down. So what do you do? Well, the options to me are pretty clear. He either stays at Arkansas or he goes into the portal. He could go. He could go to the NFL and try his hand at that. Maybe get a free agent deal, but. I don't know if that's what he wants to do. I don't know if he wants that to be his final hurrah. So the options are, do you stay at Arkansas and try to make it work? Or do you leave? Well, to me, it all hinges on who is going to be his coach. Not just head coach, but quarterback coach, offensive coordinator. Because if Arkansas, well, then two options here. It's a lot of, you know, outline that you got to do. But if you get KJ Jefferson to come back, and if Sam Pittman stays, Sam Pittman's going to have to either hire an incredible offensive coordinator or promote Kenny Guyton. Like, those are the only two options. And even then, does KJ stay for Kenny Guyton? Like, is that enough for him to do it? I don't know. Because personally, I feel like if Sam Pittman's going to stay as head coach, he's got to overhaul the entire offensive staff. And that includes Kenny Guyton. Not to say that he's done a poor job, but just you're going to have to bring in an offensive coordinator who wants to have the, his guys in that'll do the best job. So to me, that's the only way is that you bring in, if you're Sam Pittman as a head coach next year, bring in a, an incredible offensive coordinator that'll really share a vision and share a, a plan with KJ and that he can buy into and that'll uh, utilize his strengths instead of trying to force him into something he's not. But in the other case, if Sam Pittman gets fired or moves on, I don't think KJ comes back. 
again, barring some sort of incredible, wild, crazy coaching hire, which could take time, I just don't think KJ comes back. I think KJ would enter his name into the portal because who knows how long that that coaching change would be. And also, KJ would look at it as, hey, I got to get into the portal now because if I want to have the best possible options, I want people to come at me and I can't wait too long. Now, some of you may sneer at that. Some of you may say that's a bad move by KJ. I don't think it is. If Sam Pittman's let go as the coach, I would bet dollars to donuts that KJ Jefferson enters into the portal. So, again, it's not to say anything bad against him because you know how much I love KJ. If you listen to this podcast, I love KJ. I still love what he's done, and I still think he's a great quarterback. I just think he's been put in bad circumstances. But overall, I just, you know, he finds himself in quite a pickle, quite a predicament. Does he love it here enough to come back another year? Does he trust Sam Pittman to make the right coaching hire? Because obviously he failed him in the Dan Eno deal. Can all that happen? Or is Sam Pittman even going to be the coach? We don't know. But that's, to me, going to be the interesting part about it. And if I had my gut feeling right now, right now, I say KJ entered into the portal. I have no evidence of that. I could be t- totally wrong, and I hope I am. But that's just the gut feeling I have right now. Folks score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, I had some people ask me about Jacoby Criswell, the backup, because Sam Pittman did mention his press conference earlier this week saying that uh, Jacoby has earned uh, a right to, to play and to possibly uh, get some run time in this game against FIU. Don't know uh, what the uh, idea of it is going to look like or how it's going to go exactly, but I still think that that's a possibility. Like Arkansas is favored pretty heavily in this game. And so I think that their plan is, is to try to get him in there as much as possible. But KJ still has, he's pretty short of uh, possible records that could be broken. So who knows? Maybe they'll be like, all right, well, we'll leave him in until he breaks the records and we'll shift Jacoby in there too, which I just realized I spelled his name wrong in my uh, little uh, highlight topics thing. So sorry about that. Forgot the L. Makes sense. Uh, so anyways, uh, I, I think that Jacoby is a fine quarterback. I still think that the people that are clamoring for Jacoby over KJ uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but it's just like, I, you know, what, what have we seen from Jacoby that makes us think that he could just step in and do much better than KJ? I don't know. And don't give me the like, oh, well, he did that at the end of the Auburn game. I was like, man, the game was out of hand. Like backup quarterbacks do that a lot. Like, I don't, I don't I'm not going to use that as a, as a, as a guideline on whether or not he should play or not. But he, Sam Pittman did say he will get some playing time and say when it gets to FIU, they take care of business. Um, it, it's kind of going to depend on this. Like, as we talked about, if KJ transfers out, I believe that if Jacoby plays the majority of the FIU game, I think that you, you may have Jacoby starting the Missouri game. And that may give us an idea of exactly where KJ's going. 
and it ain't going to be here. I think that that would be the case. But if KJ continues to play and he plays and against FIU and then he starts against Missouri and goes that way, I think that that's a good sign that he will be returning because they're not making any bowl eligibility. But I believe that's the kind of the way you can look at the next two games in the quarterback position of is KJ coming back or is it going to be moving on to Jacoby Criswell? And I'll also say this too, and I'm not saying anything negative about Jacoby Criswell in this regard, but who's to say that Jacoby Criswell is even the guy they want to have next year? May they may go into the portal and get somebody else. May the new offensive coordinator comes in and he has a big time quarterback that he'd rather have. Because that's the thing, Dinos isn't the guy anymore, people. They have to get a new offensive coordinator. And a new offensive coordinator may want to come in and get his own guy. I just hope that Sam Pittman doesn't do the bad thing, I think, in hiring coaches where it's like, oh, well, I'm instead of hiring a coordinator that may be the best, I'm going to hire a coordinator that's going to agree to have my guy play quarterback. Like, get the best one out there. And if it's Chris, well, great. If that's what they feel good about, great. But if the coordinator comes in and is like, you know what, I like this guy better, or this guy fits my style better, or whatever, then go with that guy. Make that happen. But I think Criswell will still will still see a good amount of him. And he'll play. I hope he does well. And again, I wouldn't mind him being the guy next season, assuming that he's the guy because he's the best option, because they truly believe he's the best what chance of them winning. Because you never know. In the portal, they may find somebody. Uh, the coordinator may not get a, like may not fit, whatever it could be. It could be a lot of reasons. Because also remember too, folks, Jacoby Criswell came in with Dan Enos. Or was it? Actually, it wasn't. No, I guess that may have been before Kendall Bryles Kendall left. Hmm. I have to go back and look at that. But still, uh, this is his one-year deal. So we'll see how that plays out. And who knows, if it's a new head coach, I ain't tell Criswell to uh, maybe a bench player. I don't know. I don't know. But well, I think we'll still see a lot of Jacoby Criswell here in the next few two weeks. And uh, we'll see how he does at quarterback, whether he starts or whether he gets a lot of playing time. Is a wait-and-see approach, but either way. Appreciate everybody listening in the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.